Hey, look, I hope you catch a wave. Come on, somebody. <laughs> One take, no edits, no auto-tune, no key. How y'all feeling today? You probably can already tell how I'm feeling. Hoping everybody catches a wave, you know. Good morning, good afternoon, good day. Whenever it may be, True 7 Nation, welcome to the True 7 Life Podcast. And thank you for listening in. Today, I believe, is session four of t Ho going solo and doing something a little bit different for season two um we've got some things in the hamper some exciting things coming down the pike for season three but for now as you know we've chose or chosen to go it alone i have a couple things i want to talk about today as usual but we're going to go right into prioritizing the priorities how does that sound we're in a time right now in an era where we just have a lot of things on the plate you know a lot of things that we have to do and everything's a priority so how do we prioritize the priorities i have many conversations with a lot of people and when we talk priorities i like to ask people hey what's your number one priority What is it, America? What do they always say? Number one priority. Always family. Not always, but oftentimes it's family. And then what often comes after that? If the individuals are spiritual, they often say religion, then health comes in there, career, friends, social, um, depending on who you're speaking with. On the last episode, I ended with what my life was going to be like 20 years from now. And I listed off some things in priority. And if I'm going back to these five priorities that I just listed off uh, in no particular order, but I am going to have them in a particular order this time, religion, family, health, career, friends. I'm going to say those are my top five priorities in that order. An eye-opening thing for me happened a couple years ago, and I don't know who I was having the conversation with or how I came across this information, but someone encouraged me to look at my priorities. And after looking at my priorities, this individual said, now I want you to look at your allocation of time and how you're allocating time according to these priorities. So you say these are your priorities, What does your time say your priorities are? What does your time say your priorities are? So we say religion, we say family, we say health, we say friends, we say career, we say different things. How much time are we giving to those things? Health is a priority. What are we doing to prioritize our health? Our family is a priority. Our family is our number one priority. What are we doing to prioritize our family? How Are we making our family a number one priority? Some of us say religion is our number one priority. What are we doing to show that religion is our number one priority? Just food for thought, not trying to point any fingers at anyone, but myself using these statements to help keep me a lot more accountable. Oftentimes I do have to look at my time clock and my schedule and make sure that the things that I'm saying are a priority. 
I'm making time for those things. So hopefully a little bit of food for thought to help someone spend more time in those areas that uh, you may be seeing are priorities for you. Recently, I'm fortunate enough to be on a board of some people that are just some profoundly intelligent people. And as we were fact finding and doing some consumer study, this individual opened up the floor with these three terms and it's somewhat related to prioritizing, but it's how we prioritize for other individuals or how we own the board or making decisions for other people, which oftentimes happen. And I want to plug something at the end of this quick tangent. But the three words that were presented were likes, wants, needs, likes, wants, and needs. And when we look at our life, let's think about the things we like to do, the things we want to do, and the things we need to do. And if we back up and talk about priorities, are we doing the things we like to do? Are we doing the things we want to do? Or are we doing the things we need to do? And I'm not saying one is better than the other, but from a business standpoint, when we were talking about catering to certain customers or consumers, we want to cater to those things that people like to do because everything you like to do isn't something that you necessarily need to do or have to do. But most often, and when I say most often, 51% of the time, we do the things that we like to do more than anything. We're going to do the things that we like to do. A good percentage of the time, we'll do the things that we want to do slash desire to do. But the question is, how often do we do those things that we need to do? And where are we prioritizing our needs? Are our needs on the back burner for our likes? And unfortunately, when it comes to businesses and corporate settings, they cater to people's likes and wants because they very well know that we often put our needs on the back burner. So more food for thought, likes, wants, and needs. Where are you prioritizing these three things? Are your needs getting enough priority or are you just doing the things that you like to do? Not that there's anything wrong with doing the things that you like to do, but what kind of return are you getting on those things that you like to do versus what kind of return you would be getting on those things that you need to do? So top five priorities, take a look at those, evaluate your time in relation to those priorities. And then take a look at your like, wants, and needs. Just more food for thought for you to self-examine and understand more about you as a person, who you are, how you are, things that you enjoy doing versus things that you desire and or need to do. So what I wanted to drop at the end of this quick excerpt for like, wants, and needs I happened upon a great show or documentary, I believe it is, called, what is it? Social Dilemma. Yeah, Social Dilemma. And it talks about the effect and the impact that social media has on individuals. 
and some of the manipulation, similar to how I talk about businesses cater to people's likes, some of the manipulation that some of the social media has, as they would put it, fallen into. It wasn't their initial desire, but this is, quote unquote, what it turned into. So social dilemma. If you get an opportunity to watch that, it is a great documentary. It is eye opening uh, talking about some of the relevant times that we are currently in and how social media impacts us. Uh, My man, Travis Williams, if you're listening, I know you would love that. So uh, take a view of Social Dilemma if and when you get a chance. As we transition, I want to offer up the opportunity for those of us that are navigating and matriculating through life to develop a passion for something. And I'm not big for buzzwords and passion is one of those terms that I just I don't really know how I feel about it because I don't know what it means. It's one of those words that I understand the Webster's dictionary meaning of it. But the reason I say I don't know what it means is because the way we use it so flippant sometimes has watered the term down. People talk about passion and everybody's saying they're passionate about things. And I I know I've spoken on this before, but you can't tell me you're passionate about something if there's no action or activity behind it. I just, yeah, I get it that you're waiting on the right time and all of that, but it, it could be that you're passionate about it. I just can't accept that. And that's just me. And that doesn't mean anything to you, but those of you that say you have a passion, let's let the world know, see, and understand that you have this passion. And it's not even so much about letting the world, it's more so about proving it to yourself. Because from my seat, if you're not participating in anything that you have a passion for, I just question whether or not you have a passion for it. Not that I'm right or wrong. Like I said, I just question that. But I encourage you to develop a passion for something and put some energy and activity, energy and persistence, as one would say, behind this and see what happens. I mean, there's so much going on in the world, so many things that we, quote unquote, have to do to make our lives continue to go around and participate in this life cycle. There should definitely be some things that we desire to do or are passionate about doing and we do these things on our own terms in addition to this embrace creativity and when I say embrace creativity I guess what I'm alluding to is embrace something different embrace others opinions embrace something that isn't from you or of you that could potentially grow you So embrace creativity. I like the term creativity or creative for things that are different. Some individuals need to hear it be spoken to in that sense. Uh, I spoke in a previous podcast about things being different, but not necessarily different, more so evolving. I like this word creativity or, or creative for different also. Uh, different usually can have a negative context. Evolution, I believe, is positive as well as creative. So embrace creativity. And when I say creativity, yes, it's creativity from others, but also 
embrace your creativity. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid for something not to be an ace. Don't be afraid for something to not look good. I see so many entrepreneurs and so many successful people and we go back and look 10 years from their success or 15 years from from their success and they look so young, innocent and juvenile in their photos and they're just green. They were failing a lot. They were trying things. They were embracing their creativity and all the while they were growing and they were getting to their dreams and their destinations and their passion. So develop a passion, embrace creativity and do not be afraid to fail. I want to go back up to religion, family, health, career and friends, like wants and needs. Uh, and I have to offer this because I, I heard it sometime as well. Um, the man of God that was speaking at the point in time, he said, if God took a look at your finances, what would he say your priorities? And it doesn't necessarily have to be God. But if anyone took a look at your finances, what do your finances say your priorities are? I'm going to leave that alone and get to my closing statements. I happened upon energy and persistence earlier and a good friend of mine, Benjamin Franklin, he has a quote that says energy and persistence conquer all things. Now, I'm not a big Benjamin Franklin guy. I guess I'm not not a Benjamin Franklin guy either, but I hadn't done a lot of study or homework on Benjamin Franklin. When it comes to quotes, he's not one that I've probably ever quoted. Obviously, a dynamic man, but I happened upon this quote, energy and persistence conquer all things and it resonated with me because I'm in a season right now where I believe some of the things that have been promised to us and some of the passions that we have and some of the desires that we have we just need to put some energy on it I was out watching the Nice high school football team practice and this guy I think it was a defensive coordinator but I I really love the energy that he was bringing to his craft and I was hoping it would be infectious and resonate with the team. And as I was there just watching them practice, I saw the energy resonate through the strong safety and it went from the strong safety to the middle linebacker and from the middle linebacker to the DN and from the DN to the nose tackle and from the nose tackle to the cornerback. And all of a sudden one person's energy had resonated throughout the entire team. So energy is one of those things that it's just playing a big part in my life right now. And sometimes we just need to put some energy on some things to make them alive and make them grow and make them be what we need and what we desire them to be. And persistence is one of those things that I've patterned my entire life. And fortunately, in, in this isn't absolute, but there aren't many things that discipline, dedication, and persistence, discipline and dedication, which are proponents of persistence. But there aren't many things in life that will deny you if you're persistent. So my good friend Benjamin Franklin says energy and persistence conquer all things. And I want you to take that with you these next two weeks. This has been the True 7 Life Podcast. As always, brought to you by Hello Smooth Med Spa, www.hellosmooth.com. Hashtag lips by hello smooth where they do the best lips in Florida and true seven CBD www.true7cbd.com relief seven days a week. Thank you for listening in. We'll see you in two weeks.